Welcome everybody to another episode of Cast Conversations. Today we had the pleasure of interviewing Daniel. So Daniel's a uh, parking and transportation cast member. He's only been in the DCP now for about a month. So he, uh, we got to pick his brain a little bit and talk about some of his experiences so far within parking and transportation. He also is an adamant blogger. Uh, if you guys want to check out his website, it's wowitsdaniel.com. Yeah, or also Wild Daniels' is Instagram too. But uh, like Phil was saying with those uh, with the website, he has various blogs and um, pictures that he's posted on there. It's uh, it's really cool if you guys want to check it out. We'll again put it in the bio just so you guys uh, have it to see as well. And yeah, so we hope you guys enjoy hearing us talk to Daniel as much as we enjoyed talking to him today. Yep. So enjoy the episode. We'll see you guys. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Cast Conversations. Today we're joined by Daniel, who's currently in the DCP. Um, and Daniel, would you like to introduce yourself more and let people know where you're working and stuff like that? Yeah, uh, hi guys, I'm Daniel. Um, I'm from California, San Jose, and my role in the DCP is Magic Kingdom Parking Operations. Awesome. Um, so you said you're from California. Did you apply for the uh disneyland uh dcp i did, I did. Um, however when i was talking to my recruiter i told him that really just put me anywhere that disney needs me and because i didn't want to be picky and i wanted you know to increase my chances of getting in and i guess that's why they put me in the fall advantage in disney world and I did hear talk a lot about how Disneyland is actually more competitive because there's only two parks. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh what major are you in school? I graduated um in San Jose State with in advertising. Oh, very cool. Congratulations. Thank you. So um do you think that no matter anyone's major, should anyone apply for the DCP? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, the DCP is an awesome chance of you being able to uh, put your foot in the door with Disney. And in the DCP, you're able to really explore so many different roles and opportunities that Disney has. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to apply for the DCP, because I wanted to um, basically climb the ladder and get into a social media or digital marketing role with Disney. All right. And yeah, so yeah, you basically just uh, said why you wanted to do the college program, but are, are you looking to further uh, into like an advertising position or marketing with Disney? Maybe like a professional internship or something like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, for me personally, um, I've created a blog about Disney, you know, um, my experiences with the Disney parks, my movie reviews, and that's something I really want to further and work in uh, with Disney related to, like, especially all my Disney, like, that's, that's truly like a profession I would really um, love to do. Yeah, Phil and I were actually reading through some of your blogs this week. Um, we're going to plug Daniel's website at the end of this episode. Make sure you read through those. They're, they're really good to read. They're very interesting. <laughs> I, I enjoyed them. And I thought your I thought your website was really cool. It's really unique. professional. Yeah, it was Looks fun. Good. It was fun to go through. Thank uh, you. 
So what's some advice you would give to um, maybe someone who's getting ready to apply or someone that's nervous to apply? Um, for me, this, is, this was my third time um, applying for a DCP. So honestly, don't be nervous. And when you apply, it never to try. Because, and if you get a no from the first time, just keep trying again. Because when you're in college, you know, you're able to try for all, all of the semesters. And even when you graduate, um, I, before it was six months after you're allowed to, you can apply. But I think now they changed it to a year. Yeah, after, I did. Yeah, yeah, the 12 months after. Yeah, so it never hurts to try it. Like, I've talked to my um, friends who are actually in 20, 29 years old and did community college and applied for a DCP. And I've heard of uh, an older woman aged 52 who's actually in the DCP as well. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so no matter what age you are, as long as you're attending a college or even a community college, like Disney will will look at you guys and like will accept. So it never hurts to never hurts to try. Definitely. So I know I know you kind of just started. You haven't been there too long, right? That is that yeah, correct? Yeah, um, I've been here for a month. Um, a yeah. month. So uh, up to this point, what has been your favorite part of the program so far? Uh, favorite part. Um, of course, going to the parks every day. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's something we both miss. I yeah, just miss. love the feeling of like just saying like, I'm just going to go to like Main Street, just chill for a bit and then just go to work like right after. Like just being able to do that is incredible. So uh, going from California to Florida, was the weather a nice switch or was it pretty much the same? Oh, it's totally different. Oh, really? Um, whole different level for me yeah because in california it's it can be hot like here but it's just really dry so when you're in california you just feel hot and here in orlando you just feel hot and sticky because of all the humidity yeah you step outside and even if you don't do anything you just start sweating yeah yep, I got, I, when i first came out i felt like i was being slapped yeah that's exactly <laughs> how i felt especially working in toy I story still, I, I still do today <laughs> It's brutal. It, um, I I feel like being in parking, you probably don't get a lot of shade either, do you? It can depend. Um, depends. Yeah, if you want me to get more into parking, I can explain about like all the different roles that parking has. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I could I could just ask you. So, um, do you work at all the parks? Uh, no. So I I only work in Magic Kingdom parking um, operations. So what the roles consist of is driving the parking tram. Um, spilling in the back of the tram. Um, there are positions where you're in the lot and just pointing out where cars should park. And other times it's kind of placed around the parking lot, helping other helping guests. And there are times where you can get shade, other times where you can't get shade. So it can really depend. But the great thing about parking is that you're not stuck doing the same thing over and over again. That's good. That could get um, kind of redundant, I'm sure. Yes, and for me, what I wanted in a role was a lot of guest interaction, and parking has has so much to be honest. You got the right job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how often do you actually get to drive the tram? Are you doing it at least once a shift? It can depend on like availability, because okay, for example, if someone needs to go on break, then I would take that person's break 
I would take replace that person if they're on the tram. But yeah, it can really depend. Um, but sometimes the the coordinator or leader will be like, "What do you want to do?" And then I'll just say, "Tram." Just give me the tram because that's and that's my favorite is it part. Air conditioned. Yes, it is air conditioned. Oh, so. that's that's nice. <laughs> yes. Um. So, how's the difficulty? Does it? How does it compare to actually driving a car? I thought it would. I thought I would be really bad at it because my I drive a Honda Fit, which is basically like a fake Prius. <laughs> the equivalent to it, like that, to a parking tram holding two hundred ten people, I thought I would be struggling so hard. But it's not that hard, honestly, because the trams don't even go that fast. Um, the fastest they can go is fifteen miles per hour. Okay, I, so, I feel like it. It feels faster yeah, when you're on it. <laughs> when the when the wind's blowing by you, it feels so fast. Oh yeah, definitely. And it took me, I guess, a week to really, um. Really be comfortable with it, and I think, as you guys know, the brakes on the trams are a little hard, a little touchy, yeah, <laughs> yeah a little touchy. Um, so I know they always stress, um, make sure you're seated, make sure you're seated, full and complete stop, full and complete stop. How often do you see people just get up and ignore that rule? Oh, um, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you, get, you will have those kind of guests that will do that. Um, and I know they also stress, like, if you drop your hat or something, just let us know and we'll go get it. I know it's still early for you, have, but have you seen people try to just get off and go get their hat? Um, I've only had that happen once. It was actually a, a little a little kid. He lost his McQueen hat in the wind. Oh. No. <laughs> I know. I told him to sit down, though, and we'll be able to get it later. But, that's so sad. Um, I know it's probably, it's probably scary for him because he's like, my hat is <laughs> the most important thing to, to me in the world. Oh, I know. I felt so bad, but we were able to go back and get it. Um, but I did, I did hear other stories about people trying to stand up. And in parking, our priority really is about safety because we want everyone to be safe because it's really dangerous in the parking lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, so, it's, it's really impressive how good the parking does at um, getting everything in order. It's it's a tight run operation out there yeah and it all the cars are just neatly it's put perfect. in there yeah it's mm-hmm. awesome so do you spiel on the intercom often or is that something spieling, you do a lot spieling is my favorite thing on the job really because um like i said i love the guest interaction and with the spieling you're able to play around with so many words puns and jokes and that's what i'd love to do when i'm on the spieling i can just keep i can just honestly be on that spiel um, the whole day. Um, so do you have any, I know it's still early, but do you have any good improv stories or times you had to think on your feet with the job? Ooh, um, sorry, I, there, there are some, I'm just trying to think of them. <laughs> no, that's how I feel with trying to think back to all my experiences. Like there's so many things that happen. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, it's, yeah, it's hard to think of just that specific one. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll go to a break. Yeah, real we're, quick. we're approaching our break. So how about we'll, we'll take a quick commercial break, uh, get a word from our sponsors, and then we'll come right back. So uh, we'll be back, guys. All right, welcome back, everybody. And we're still joined here with Daniel, and we'll move right along with this episode. Go ahead, Jeremy. So um, how often is it that people have trouble finding their cars in the parking lot? Oh, all the time. Um, but however, we are we do record. Um, what time people come in in each row so that helps us a lot 
when guests come over and we ask them, you know, what time do they come? And we tell them, oh, well, we parked the cars at this time. So you're most likely going to be in, for example, like Scar or Peter Pan. And of course, um, there are times when people don't really know where they parked. So we try and ask them um, visual questions like, did they take, did you guys take the tram? Was it a very short ride? Was it a long ride? Did you see any trees passing by or did you even mm-hmm. see any of the, the signs? And that helps us, that helps them too. And we do our best to help them find their park. And then if not, um, our security team is really good and they also look around and try and find their car for them. That's really good that um, to like think about because I'm sure not a lot of guests even know that that's an option. I'm sure a lot of people just walk around aimlessly in the parking lot, not even knowing that they can ask security for specific times. Mm -hmm. I, I just feel so bad when people go around because... The magic ping the parking lot is really the second biggest parking lot in the whole world. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. So if you you can actually put Disneyland right in the middle of our lot, and you guys can still have space. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. So, yeah, so I, I last basically walking around Disneyland the entire time. That's funny, huh? So I actually had firsthand experience uh, when I was at in my DCP. I. Uh, I met my family at Epcot and just drove and parked there. And but then I had to. It was time for me to go to work, and I had I had actually forgotten where I parked my car. And I was able to go up to one of the parking cast members and say, "I got here at like 8:30. Do you know uh, what where I would have parked my car?" And they specifically told me where it would be, and it made it so easy. Oh, um so phil has a bit of a strange <laughs> question here i was giving him a hard time about it but we, phil. so i i actually saw this when i was there too in the magic kingdom parking lot but have you ever have you witnessed any cars on fire i have not yet no i have you heard stories about it or because i i was giving him a hard time about that question um i haven't had stories i'm pretty sure there are um we get a lot of crazy stories but I'm pretty sure I, I'm still early in my program, so I'm pretty sure I'll be I'll be able to see it, especially when um, I heard July and August is the hottest time in Orlando. Right, so that probably has a big impact on it. I wouldn't be surprised if it was going to happen pretty soon. Um, so have you also experienced anyone trying to like rob a car or any like fishy situations like that? Um, yes. Oh, really? Oh, I'm sorry, you said uh, rob a car? Oh, well, we've yeah. seen the after effects of robbing a car, yeah. Um, okay, and it's trying to help out the, the guests that got robbed. Mm-hmm. We saw a car car window breaking into. Um, oh, wow. We had, we had a guest tell us that their car's lock was um, scratched and messed up with. Assume, I guess they tried to get in. And, you know, we did have cars, windows that were open. So you can imagine okay. what happens after that. Right, yeah. So what it, what is your protocol for dealing with that? What do you guys do? Um, we really can't do much um, because we won't know who owns the car. We can't, you know, just call them down and tell them, hey, your car is, you know, your hazard lights are on, your car window is on. So right. I believe security does keep a lookout and tries and may even try to um, – start the car or turn off the hazard lights or um, close the windows and everything but there's not that much we can do yeah that makes sense i could see having to pass it on to security uh speaking of the security i know 
all the parking lots have those security towers. Those white security towers, yeah. Is yeah. it are there always Disney security in those or is it oftentimes they're not in there? You know what? I haven't actually really noticed. I think I've seen Disney security um go in there once. But Okay. Yeah, it's something I actually have never noticed. I just They probably just spend a while in there, so you never yeah. see them switch off. I'm sure with the air conditioning, I wouldn't want to leave either. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so now kind of getting away from uh, parking, what's something that you would highly recommend during the DCP? I know, again, it's still early, but um, have you had any experiences that you want to um, share for future members? Yeah, um, a coworker actually did this, and it really inspired me um, to plan to do it. She stayed in a resort um, all by herself. It was kind of like a stay like a me vacation and she mm-hmm. did that just for one night you know just really enjoying the resort and even going to the parks after and honestly with all the hours that we get it, it sounds amazing yeah so, it sounds really nice yeah. so my so, goal uh, is oh, to stay in the um, animal kingdom lodge because i've oh. never stayed in it and i really want to go so hopefully i want to i get to do that for one night and just go to a park right after that that's where my roommate worked and he sent me pictures all the time of animals that were just uh, in the resorts he was cleaning. So uh, nice. It, it sounds like a really nice lodge yeah. to stay at. That's one, that's one regret I have not staying there because I really wanted to. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's a really good one. And then, so outside of Disney, is there, anyth- is there anything you've gotten to do that you've enjoyed in Orlando? Um, I've actually went to the, the Cocoa Beach Oh yeah, um, and it was really nice. I was able to go with my coworkers, and I just had a great, really great time. Yeah, it's great to have to be able to just get out of Disney and be able to explore more of Florida, which is Definitely. also something yeah. I do recommend because you know you don't want to do, you don't want to get bored of the parks. So I suggest right. go do something else for a little bit, a little change of pace. And I heard um, a lot of people go to Universal too. Or any other theme parks as well. Yeah, SeaWorld too. Even right. Yeah, there, it's it's a nice area to be in because there's just so much to do. Yeah. Um. So now we'll, we'll kind of start wrapping it up a little bit. Um. As usually, we like to add, ask our guests some uh, favorite for Disney's uh, favorite Disney things. So, um, the first one we have is top Disney movies. I know uh, Daniel said you have two. Yes. Um. It's gonna be Atlantis and Treasure Planet. Oh, Treasure oh. Planet. Treasure Planet doesn't get much love. I know. it's They're both the most underrated Disney movies. Um, yeah, Treasure Planet didn't get a lot of love because it was released with the same, with another movie that came out. And I, I forgot what that movie was, but that movie got way more attention than Treasure Planet. And I, I know I just saw somebody post in a Disney group that I'm in that they would love to see uh, a real life or live action atlantis movie which i think that could be pretty cool oh my god i would cry if that happened (laughs) yeah that'd that'd be really cool um it'd shock a lot of people i'm sure Mm -hmm. there'll be so i know just a lot of people will be like what's treasure planet and i'll be like (laughs) just explaining the whole thing why it's one of the greatest movies by disney so what why do you uh why is it your favorite um treasure planet wise um i think i was it was really relatable for me as a kid because in oh, Treasure Planet, Jim is more, he really wanted to 
find his own path and really um, go for the stars and just look for what he wants to do. And for me, as a rebellious teenager at that time, <laughs> I kind of felt the same way. So I felt like I was Jim. And then oh. Atlantis, Atlantis really is just all the visuals, all the, the whole storyline. I was really into it. So I just looked it up, and it looks like it was Brother Bear that was released at the same time. Yes, Brother Bear. Oh, That's what yeah. it was. Um, did you like Brother Bear, or was it, did it put uh, a bad taste off with now uh, Treasure Planet? The Treasure Planet, it didn't make me... I'm not a big fan. I mean, I like it, but I'm not a big fan. I, I honestly didn't even know it was Disney at that time. Oh, really? <laughs> so moving on, uh, what's your favorite Disney character? Disney character would be Mickey Mouse, obviously. Classic, uh, yeah. Classic Mickey. Um, my favorite Mickey is um, Sorcerer Mickey. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's the correct answer. That's Jeremy and I's both favorite uh, Mickey as well. Yes. Uh, Fantastic. In my eyes, that's my number one Mickey. favorite show. Uh, no. What's your favorite part of Fantasmic? Because I think that's my favorite show too. Um. Well, I have. I actually haven't seen the one in Hollywood Studios yet. Oh, really? Uh, I know, I really should. It's just that when you work in parking and out all the nights, you can barely have time to see all the night shows. Sure. Mm -hmm. But um, the one in Disneyland, um, I love the part when, um, I think it's the Mark Twain boat comes up, and then they hold, they play the whole Pirates of the Caribbean scene. Oh, yeah, we don't have that Yeah, hours. that's different. Yes, it's one of my favorites. I love it when that ship just goes around and it starts playing. And before Pirates of the Caribbean, it was Peter Pan, too. Okay. Oh right. Yeah, I think I saw the video of that. Um. So then, uh, after your favorite character, what's your favorite Disney princess? Disney princess would be Belle. Belle is a good one. So, mm -hmm. how did you I, like the live action? Uh, it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we have mixed reviews here on the podcast. So, <laughs> did did you like the casting of Emma Watson or no? I I believe Emma Watson was picked for um as like a role for Belle but in my opinion um she could have done more of a you know French accent and maybe not auto-tune the singing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. they auto-tuned her pretty heavily so what but, yeah don't uh, get me wrong. I love Emma Watson it's just <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no I hear you so what are your two uh favorite Disney songs uh, that's really tough. My favorite one would be There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Yes. We just listened to that today. <laughs> yes, Carousel Progress, my favorite show in this, in Magic Kingdom. I will watch that like every time. And then my second one, oof. I would say Poor Unfortunate Souls. Oh, oh very nice. Are you excited about the new movie? I Yes, I'm, actually, I'm really excited. I can't wait to see it. Um, seeing Aladdin really brought my hope back for live action um, Disney movies. Yep. It was very because good. I wasn't expected to like Aladdin, but after watching it, I got really into the music and I loved the cast. So this gave me hope. Yeah, it, it's, it's exciting too to see that Disney has so many ideas moving forward with live action because it's only going to get better. Oh, yeah. And now they're going to have their own streaming service. And I can't wait for that too with all their new shows. I'm just hoping cast members get it free, because then I'll go back. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, so I think that's kind of bringing us to the end of the podcast. Do you have any uh, closing remarks that you have maybe for 
anyone you want to say hi to or uh, future members again? Yeah. Um, if you ever do come by at the Magic Kingdom, look for me in the parking lot. I'm usually <laughs> the only cast member that ends up singing on the tram. Um, <laughs> and my Instagram and website is at wowitsdaniel and then wowitsdaniel.com. But yeah, if you're in the parking lot, check me out. Say hi to me. I love, I love saying hi to everyone. Yes, definitely go say hi. We'll we'll make sure to throw those um the links in the bio if, too. Make sure you go read his uh website, his blogs. They're really entertaining. I enjoy yeah, them. Yeah, they're good. And it, each of them it says like how long the read is too. So uh they're they're it's not too long and they're fun to read. But um hey, thanks for thanks for coming on. Uh we enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's so good talking to you. Thank you you guys, you too. All right, bye. Bye.